Sam Garland. I'm an actor in Brooklyn, New York, and I believe that everyone on this planet is deeply creative. And not only that, I believe that engaging with our creativity is what connects us to our humanity and to our divinity. Whether it's starting a business, homeschooling your kids, cooking, painting, dancing, writing, acting, knitting, gardening, we are all called to express ourselves in myriad, incredibly unique ways. These are our gifts to the world. And yet, and yet, most every artist suffers terribly from self-doubt, from fear of public humiliation, from being too hard on themselves. That's certainly been my journey. I've done a lot of work on why my brain attacks when I'm being creative and how I can let this thing that I'm called to do out into the world. I'm still figuring it out, and I invite you to join me. Well, hello, beautiful people. Um, Here goes nothing or everything. I have been obsessing about starting a podcast for a very long time. Um, but I have this dear friend and we have this like funny compulsion where every six months or so we decide we absolutely have to buy a new website and start an entire new URL with a new blog and a new business and a side hustle. So I've sort of been like, yeah, yeah, podcast. Um, that's like more of my fancy imaginings, but this has really been sticking with me and I, um, was really going through like what would I want to talk about and what would be the theme of this. And I went through a bunch of, if you don't know me, I'm obsessed with life coaching. It is like my lifeblood. I love listening to coaching. I'm part of a life coaching program. Shout out to the Life Coach School and Brooke Castillo. It's like the most transformational work ever. But even before her, I've always been reading books and, and learning and getting coached and done some of my coaching of my own. Um, and I love it. I just think it's like, the key to life, the key to being in the world um, in a much more easeful way and also just taking real ownership of where you are, who you are, who you want to be, um, and how you want to be in the world and how you want to relate to people. Anyway, obsessed with it, obviously. Um, and so every time I thought about a podcast, I've been like, well, I should definitely tell like the top three tips to do this and the top 10 things to do that. You know, like I love giving advice. I've gotten better at asking before I give advice to make sure people actually want advice. Um, but I always have like 20 ideas on how to fix things or, you know, try stuff or whatever. And, and it's fun for me. And what's interesting was that I really didn't want to do that with this. I really, this is hard for me because in a lot of ways that's easier. Um, it has a lot of structure and a lot of, um, I don't know, there's something about it that just feels very um, safe for me. I think it's something I'm good at and I love and I'm obsessed with. And um, what I really want to talk about with this was creativity and the journey of being an artist, which is so much messier and so much full, so much more full of um, left turns and weird zigzags and unexpected And it's the thing I find the hardest about being an artist. I keep being like, just tell me what my filmology will look like 20 years from now. Like, tell me what my career is going to be. And I'll just like work backwards from that. I have such a hard time not knowing and such a hard time launching myself out into the world. I'm an actor. 
uh, primarily, although during pandemic times, I've discovered a lot of other really fun ways to be creative. Um, but, but the business of acting confounds the fuck out of me. And I find it really terrifying to feel so little in control of things and to feel so little in control of the journey. Um, and how one thing builds to another and how it all works out. And, um, there's so much heartbreak and there's so much unknown. And what I think about it though, is I really think it's a a microcosm of what life really is. You know, I, we cling to these ideas that like, if you get a job, um, that's, you know, like, um, a nine to five job that, that it's safe, that you can do that for 30 years and maybe less. So now with this generation, it's definitely shifted so much, but there was always been that idea of like, you have a job, you can put money in the bank. Like, like there's like these ideas we have about getting married and having kids and like um, frameworks, right. And milestones that make us feel like we know where we're headed and we know what we're doing. And I'm not opposed to any of that, but there is this thing of, um, when, if you lose that job or, you don't get married when you thought you would, or you get divorced, or you can't have kids or any number of things that curveballs that life throws you. And, um, it can be so incredibly, um, sucker punching to get hit like that and to not realize that life was always going to be this weird mess of things. You know, we kind of put order to it because it's so comfortable and comforting to think that there is an order And I think part of what's hard about being an artist is letting go of that idea that there is order and sort of embracing on a more immediate, more maybe daily basis that we don't control a ton of things. We like to think that we do, but we really don't, Um, which perhaps this pandemic has brought a lot of awareness to a lot of us. Um, But I don't mean to talk about art as as a dire thing. I actually... Um, the other thing that that I wanted to share was one of the reasons that the title of this uh, podcast is Be Your Own Damn Muse. Um, I was apparently feeling feisty when I titled it. It uh, has a lot to do also with being an actor and feeling very conflicted over art because I have something to say versus this idea of, which is very much something I do to myself and I take responsibility for that, but I show up being like, wanting to be a clean slate, wanting to be whatever the director, the producer, the casting director wants me to be wanting to just like, just, just tell me who you want me to be. Just tell me who you wanted me to be. And it's the antithesis of what any art is like, and they don't want that. They want me to show up and be like, Ooh, I read this role, had this great idea of like this character, I'll bet limps or like a character. I bet had this thing happen to her when she was a kid. And that's really affecting her ability to like, be nice to this person, right? Like to really, read into the scene and pull from our own experiences and have something to say in this. And then what's hard is that sometimes what you have to say in that is not what they're looking for. And so how do you stay true to the ideas that you have and the things you have to bring to it when, as a lot of us know, like in this industry, there's a lot of rejection and a lot of um, what I find like the great void. So it's not even you get you never hear anything back. You like audition and audition and submit things and, and it, you just hear nothing. 
Um, which I find really hard because in that void, then I start telling myself, well, I must have done that wrong. And obviously I fucked that up and, oh, that was a terrible idea. And the truth is they might've thought it was fantastic, but the rest of the cast is blonde and they need you to be blonde or you're too short or you're too tall or too old. There's like a million reasons that things could not work out. Um, and so part of it is like telling ourselves the story that the work was really good And then I had something to say and I said the thing. And the only thing that I need to do is say it again the next time. Um, And so I have this whole idea of like, how do you stay your own muse as you travel the world, as you and travel the world as in travel your life, you know? And I think, I really deeply think everybody is an artist. So this isn't a podcast for actors. It's really... I think everyone in different ways, you know, writers or musicians or poets and um, I <laughs> such, I don't know if you, Stacey Abrams, who's this phenomenal force in Georgia, she was accredited as one of the main reasons that Georgia flipped blue this uh, past election season. And she was an attorney for many years. I think she was a tax attorney, but I may be wrong. Um, brilliant mind. And one of my favorite things about her, other than her being a total badass about protecting voting rights in Georgia, um, is the fact that she wrote and published seven romance novels under a pen name while she worked in a very, like, I think, fancy law firm. Um, And it's just, there's something about, like, of course a lawyer is writing romance novels. You know, like, she just embraces these parts of herself. And I was reading something else about this. uh, uh, I think he's on the Hill in D.C., so he's, what, like a congressperson. Um, and he's also like in a band somewhere, you know, and like kind of plays like in a dad band or whatever. No shade on dad bands. Like, I think it's amazing to have a thing that sparks for you. And for some people, it's gardening. And for some people, it's cooking. And there's so many ways to be creative. For some people, it's raising kids. And how do you entertain them and create stories for them or create games for them? You know, I think we are all inherently creative. And I think part of what's so problematic about our very capitalist society is we get caught in this idea of monetizing it. And if it's not, if you're not able to sell it, if you can't make money from it, then it must not have purpose and it must not have value. And that's also twisted me up for a really long time where this thing that I love, which is being in my own head and making up stories about stuff and dropping into someone else's life and getting to live their life for a bit and the energy of being on stage or on set in front of a camera and like harnessing all that energy and still keeping stillness and like directing energy I think of a lot of times when you're performing um those things just thrill me, you know, they thrill me the way I think people talk about jumping out of an airplane, which I think is a terrible idea. But then I think about stepping on stage, and you get that same rush of adrenaline, and you might throw up a little bit. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that's my thing that I love to do. Um, And so I have this fierce love for it. And yet, I get so caught up and like, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't do a TV show or I didn't get paid X amount of money or I haven't gotten this many followers or whatever the bullshit thing is, right? Well, so many metrics, so many ways to tell yourself that you haven't reached your goal or you failed or whatever. And, and then in the pursuit of trying to reach those things, I end up becoming less and less of myself because I've decided that if I could just... <sighs> If I could just shellac myself, if I could just make myself into some version that I think, and I don't know who I think these people are who decide this stuff, right? Then I could be the thing that they want. 
um, it's such a twisty, twirly place uh, in your head if you're an actor. Maybe if you're, you know, other kinds of art. I think there's something really specific about acting because you are the product, you are the thing, and it can be quite hard to remove yourself. Like if I'm writing something, I can look at it and read it and be like, oh, yeah, that was good. That was funny. Or like, ooh, that could use an edit. Um, if you're painting, you know, if you're creating music, you can put you can you can create it and then walk away and come back and like have a different opinion about it. And it's a little bit harder when you're the actor. Um, anyway, I want to talk about how one of my goals with starting this and sort of my thought for uh, this first episode um, which, to be honest, is meant to be a rough draft and maybe no one will ever hear, but here it goes, um, was that one of my things that, uh, aside from being obsessed with life coaching, is I love learning stuff. So I love taking classes. And um, and I was, you know, one of the reasons I didn't know how to begin a podcast was um, I wanted to take a class. I wanted to know how I wanted to know the rules. I wanted to know what is the thing? How do you do this? What does that look like? Tell me, tell me all the things. Just tell me all the things. Tell me the step A, step B, step C. Um, and, and I actually looked into a bunch of classes. There's a, a couple of teachers that I really adore and follow. And I was like, oh, that'd be so fun. It'd be a few months and I'll, you know, get busy and I'll like take you like, I, I love nerding out. I'm like, I'll for sure take a class on anything. Um, and I had to stop myself and go, no. No, that is actually to the detriment of me making something. Um, at least in this case, I'm not opposed to learning, obviously, but I really had to step back and say, what if I break all the fucking rules? What if I don't know what the rules are and just like start? And what if I do it perfectly wrong and figure it out that way? And as I say that, I'm like, that is the most terrifying thing ever. Again, I like rules. I like the illusion of control. I like to think I know what I'm doing before I even begin. And um, that's sort of my goal with this. It's like, what is it to not know how long an episode will be, you know? Um, what is it to not quite know if I'll have enough to say or if I'll <laughs> I'm pretty much guaranteeing you guys there will be tangents, but like, what if the tangents don't make any sense and nobody can follow me? What if everybody hates this? What if just one person hates it? Maybe that's enough. You know, what if um, it's utterly boring? Like there's just so much self-doubt and there's so much fear and that that is the challenge of doing anything new and anything creative, right? We're always going to be terrified of the thing we don't know how to do. And we're going to talk ourselves into maybe not you guys, but I certainly need to talk ourselves and talk myself into a class and a thing and another thing and a studying. And I don't know yet. I got, I got to study more. I got to research more. I got to, I got to read 10 more blog posts and 17 more audio classes, whatever. Like I can study forever. And I think to me, one of the places of uncomfortableness that I want to push myself is um, studying a little bit less and doing a little bit more and doing badly and not knowing and letting that be okay and showing up and doing it again. And I really, I know this intellectually, but I think it's hard to know like and do that we really learn by doing, really learn by doing badly, doing because we don't know. And then like, oh, I didn't know I didn't know that. Or I thought this thing might work. Mm, turns out it didn't. And there are probably places we feel comfortable not knowing and comfortable learning. 
And there are places where that just feels like, like death. Like it just feels so terrible that we think we might die from humiliation or embarrassment or, you know, whatever the thing is. And I'm here to say that part of the journey of being alive in this world is trying things that terrify us. And I think that's one of the great gifts and one of the great joys of, um, of, yeah, of being in this human experience. So I hope you join me in this journey. I hope I come back and do this again. It's actually been incredibly delightful. So I'm really glad I hit record. Be well.